and welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband, Zach. And I am your wife, Diana. And today we are joined by a very special guest who is probably going to become a regular. Yes, we are joined by a... What did we decide? Goblin? Yeah, a little... <laughs> making, making their appearance known to you all. Their presence is here. And they're going to, you know, make goblin noises whenever they feel like making goblin noises. I can't help you. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Diana is currently wearing our uh, new little goblin in a... Is that a papoose? What's a papoose? I think that that's where baby carriers, like, got their start. I think papoose is an inappropriate way to describe this sarong of rap situation that I've got going on here. As you can all tell, the English language has failed me. (laughs) Like my brain does not work right anymore. But I don't think this is a I don't think this qualifies as a papoose. I think it's just a bunch of ribbon that is very elastically elasticy and the smart people figured out how to put a baby inside of. (laughs) Well whatever it is, it I like it a lot. It's very cute and comfortable, and I like wearing it. And our little goblin baby. Yes. So in case you haven't put it together, I had a baby, (laughs) and we're calling it a goblin, and that's what's happening here. And you might hear this goblin make some noises every once in a while. Mm -hmm. So I guess apologies? I don't know. I'm not going to apologize for our baby. (laughs) (laughs) Our listeners have heard far worse between our dog and just whatever sounds we make. Yeah, that's true. Um, I make a lot of noise. She might add a little bit more to Zach B's job. Yeah, super sorry, Zach B. Apologies. I will try real hard to not have her scream in the microphone, but I can't promise anything. She <laughs> she is my goblin, so I'm also sorry. pretty okay with her making being our little guest star. Yeah. We'll just say that whatever sounds she makes are uh, kobold sounds. Okay, that's convenient. <laughs> Those are the they're the weird random sounds that Akrea and Sorel make. That makes sense. Uh, So that's one thing that's new. You might also be noticing that this episode is coming out on an off week. Uh, You might have looked into your feed and said, wait, there wasn't supposed to be a Heart Points this week. Heart Points comes out every other week. Well, good news, listener. Not not anymore. Not for a little while. Yeah. Um, So because of the new uh, small goblin baby, we are taking some time off from blood gold which uh timing couldn't be worse (laughs) and i greatly sincerely apologize that it took me so long to prep blood gold um i think if i could have done it over i would have just kept pushing blood gold back until after the uh the goblin arrived yeah but goblins have a way of messing everything up including your brain and time so Mm -hmm. that's you know a superpower that they have But this one has allowed us to have some extra bonus episodes that you will get to experience, which is super great because I'm not involved. So the game actually plays out the way it's supposed to. We have been we have recorded over 100 episodes. I like I just noticed that we have almost 120 episodes. We might have 100. This might be our 120th episode. Or 121st. We should pay more attention to those milestones. Probably. But you are not derailing any of them. 
I mean, close sounds try to stab a lot of taints. I don't really think taint stabbing was a, a move in Dungeon World. Like, it wasn't. I don't know if you can say that in front of our baby. This baby doesn't know words yet. It's fine. It's totally fine. Uh, But Diana did kind of skim over that we are doing the opposite of a hiatus now that this baby has arrived. We are doing an anti-hiatus. And for the next eight weeks or so, maybe a little bit longer if I can get something, one other project together, um, we are going to be doing weekly episodes with me and some guests. Diana's not going to be involved because I figured we'd give Diana a little bit of a break. Um, I mean, caring for a goblin is a lot of work. And unfortunately, a huge amount of it is on me by myself. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, I'm helping as much as I can. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. But there's there's a a lot that I can't do. There's there's (laughs) a specific action that you can't do that is on me and... Goblins are very needy in the beginning mm-hmm. and require a lot of sustenance. So every week for the next eight weeks is going to have a new episode featuring some games that have, uh, I think, only... Okay, so some of the games have been on the show before. Others are brand new. Um, some of the voices will be familiar. Some of the voices will be brand new. It's super exciting. The games that we played are awesome. Uh, we played the space horror game View Scream. We played uh, the World War One PBTA game Ross Rifles, and some other cool stuff as well. It's gonna get thrown in that mix. It's really exciting. It's really cool. I will tell you up front that the we had a bunch of guests on, a lot of like just kind of friends that we kind of just pulled together. It was like, hey, will you play a game with me really quick? We need episodes. So the mic situation is not always as good as you may have been used to. So, you know, if you want to skip some or all of these episodes, we are not going to hold that against you. We hope that you will rejoin us when Blood Gold gets started again. But um, we thought that this would just be like a nice way to keep episodes going, even get you more episodes while Diana and I take a short sort of uh, rest as we as we figure out how to care for a goblin and also podcast. Yeah, that's going to be hard. I'm going to need this break, y'all. So I'm like real excited for you all to hear these games and meet all these people via their voices over the internet. Um, they're wonderful people and they're all amazing games, but I'm really excited to not sit in front of this microphone for a little while and just like figure out my new role because I have a new one and it's terrifying. And so I'm excited to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) So that's our big announcement. Anti-hiatus for the next eight or so weeks. We, uh, every Monday will have a new episode out for you. Um, and a very... Big thank you to Zach B for going back to weekly editing. We really appreciate his work. And thank you to all of our patrons for making this something that's possible, um, for being understanding of us as we as we take our um, as we take our short break. And uh, it was because of our patrons that I was able to pick up some of the games that we're going to be playing. Yeah, I don't think we can really thank our 
listeners and our patrons enough for being so supportive during this very intense transition period that we are currently going through and that I feel like we've been going through for about a year now. Yeah. It has been a very long time coming and we are just so appreciative of all of the support and all of the well wishes and I'm going to say support again, but that's just because the English language has failed me. And I'm sorry, my brain is still mush. Um, but just the support that you guys have all given us. And it's so appreciated. And it's so, 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 so needed sometimes. Um, but thank you. Thank you all so very much. So with all that big housekeeping out of the way, I was thinking that one thing that we could do this week would be uh, do what we do for our patrons uh, monthly. We do a little campfire pod where Diana and I just kind of meet and chat, talk about things that are interesting to us this month, things that we've been uh, engaging with or having fun with. And usually that is for Patreon members only, but I thought we could put like a sort of mini campfire pod in the main feed so that, I don't know, maybe people might be interested in it. Uh Uh-oh, is our goblin... Goblins just readjusting themselves. Okay. <laughs> Having their face pushed up against someone else's body is not always super comfortable. We're good. Okay. <laughs> We're good. Oh my gosh. I'm going to steal the papoose from you after it's this. It's not a papoose. Over. It's a wrap. There's a I'm gonna steal a wrap from you and a the difference. goblin. Uh Dino, what how has your month been? So we're still in quarantine, mm-hmm, which is, fun. yeah. Well, you know what's super fun? Having a partner and a baby that are both high needs during quarantine. It's so fun. Now, I say that there is a big asterisk next to my partner being high needs. My partner is only high needs when we get mail. <laughs> there is a whole process to getting mail. And because we had a goblin during quarantine, we're getting a lot of mail, and there's a whole process that is exhausting. Di- what Diana is getting at is that she is unhappy that I have instituted a quarantining process for our mail. Oh, no, no. Specifically no. for all of our baby gifts. Let's, no, no. It's not just a quarantine. There is like a 15-step process to get the mail from outside of the house to inside of the house, where I then can't see it for days. That's not, that is exaggerated. No, no, it's not. (laughs) And I love presents and I don't get to touch these presents. They're not even for me. They're not even my presents. Mm -hmm. And I don't get to touch these presents. And there's a whole process and we have to set stuff up. It's just like a lot of work. And I love you. You're a lot of work during quarantine. (laughs) And this goblin is a lot of work, but it's not the goblin's fault. I knew the goblin was going to be a lot of work. But then you and the goblin are a lot of work. And now we're going to add a dog to it. It's just a lot. And by add a dog, I mean, we got rid of Pojo for a little while, but we're (laughs) we're bringing her back. Yeah, uh, Poe has been with the grandparents for a couple weeks. Yeah. Actually going on. It's almost a month. Yeah. Unfortunately, there was a rule at the hospital and Zach was unable to come home and take care of the dog. So we had to find someone who would. Yeah, but it's also been very useful because Poe is the most needy animal yes. uh, in the world. And we definitely both needed some time to recover and get get prepared to deal yes. with her. Um, surprisingly, our cat, uh, Lockhaven, 
who is named after the Mouse Guard City, not the university, has been very good with the goblin. Oh, so cuddly and so careful. Yeah. Like, recognizes that it's a human goblin, which I think is very impressive because Lockhaven has never seen anything resembling a human goblin before. Mm-mm. And Lockhaven was very careful to not step on this this goblin. I really thought she was just going to, like, plop right on her. <laughs> um, and she didn't. She's very careful. It's, it's, it's adorable to see, actually. It's really cute. So we've been kind of... We've been trying to figure out exactly how much of our goblins personal life we want to share on the podcast on social media that kind of thing and, and we're kind of trying to keep it pr- pretty low key i'm um before we even went to quarantine i was like very adamant that we weren't even going to post pictures of her on facebook like or anything yeah um but with quarantine i definitely loosened up on that because our parents are like desperate and unfortunately we can't show this goblin off in physical form yeah. To anyone? I got very excited the other day. We went for a walk and one of our neighbors sort of saw her. And I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. <laughs> so we've been living on the computer with pictures and videos. And we've had to go back on a lot of stuff because of quarantine. So all that said, we're, uh, we're trying to respect the goblin's privacy as the goblin grows up and becomes like a, a, a an aware creature. Um, but one thing that I do want to share about... Our goblin's birth story is that I fainted. <laughs> so there are there are many ways that babies come into the world. There are generally two very general types of ways. You can be birthed vaginally, or that's a fun word, by the way, to say on a podcast, or you can be cut out of your mother's womb by a C-section. I had a C-section. So I'm like doped up. There's a big curtain. I can't see anything. I'm just staring at a sea of blue because the curtain is blue. And all of a sudden, they drop it down. We still can't see my innards, but they show us the baby. And it's like, hey, here's your baby. This is exciting. And all of a sudden, I start hearing, I don't, I don't feel well. I, I don't feel, and then the nurses stop paying attention to me, stop paying attention to the doctor, and everyone rushes behind me. I can't move. It was a beautiful moment. <laughs> it was. It was um, a beautiful moment. It was definitely a very interesting experience. Um, and and I want to clarify that I I lasted a couple minutes after seeing you did the goblin and it was and impressive. Th- they had already kind of put the curtain back up, and I was sitting with you, and we were talking, and you were saying how relieved you were, and I think what really got me is like. You were very calm because we had like this very stressful couple weeks, very stressful anxiety filled morning. Um, and then to finally see the goblin, you were like kind of like calming down, calming down. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's getting too calm. <laughs> and then I could just feel the wooziness. Uh, and yeah, I turned to a nurse and I was like, I think I'm going to faint. And they were like, okay. And then the next thing I knew, I was like, was staring up at the ceiling and there was just a man in scrubs looking over me and the crazy i think the craziest thing of the experience for me was that i didn't know where i was or who this person was and 
I remember coming to and being like very calm and seeing this person like looking over me and me looking up at them and being like, okay, there's a man staring at me and this room is very bright. And it took me a second before I realized, oh, wait, that's not normal. That's not how I normally wake up. Oh, my God. And what is happening? I have to fight this person. <laughs> was, was, the, was the crazy part was that I was immediately like, I have to fight this person. I have to fight. And like, I couldn't move my arms. I was so tired, but I was like trying to fight this person off to be like, where am I? What is happening? Who is this person? And luckily I wasn't able to get strong enough to try to like swing at him before I remembered, oh my God, I'm in the hospital and my wife has just given birth. (laughs) And uh, then they led me away. And I don't, I don't know. I don't think I told you this part, Diana. They took me into like the nurse's break room and there were some nurses there that were kind of like relaxing and a nurse came in and gave me uh, some apple juice and some crackers um, and they were like, just to stay calm, to stay calm. And because I had passed out, another nurse had taken all the photos, had, had taken either your phone or my phone, and had taken photos of the goblin and you. And she comes in and she shows me the photos and I start crying, of course. And then everyone started crying. And I was very <laughs> proud of myself for that. I was very proud that I made a whole room of nurses start crying, Aww. especially because I was so embarrassed that I had fainted. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know if this helps or not, but they kept shoving the goblin in my face. But I can't I can't move. The, literally, they have to shove this goblin in my face. And they're like, kiss your baby. And I was like, I can't move. <laughs> So there are a lot of very awkward pictures of me like tilting my head because it's the most I can do (laughs) and like someone shoving a goblin in my face. So less, less moving, (laughs) less crying and more like (laughs) what is happening? It was a very eventful uh, experience. Except according to everyone, it really wasn't that eventful. Everything went very well because people faint all the time. Yeah, apparently, like, yeah. So if 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 any of you are planning on populating the world with your own little goblin and you are not going to be the person cut up, apparently you have a very high chance of fainting. So be prepared for that. My advice would be... That when you start feeling faint, make sure you tell someone. And that was another, the nurses kept being like, you did a really good job telling us. And I was like, oh, and they're like, yeah, lots of times they don't say anything. And they just go over, they're like, you did a very good job. You did a great job fainting. And I was like, oh, okay, good. (laughs) I'm glad. There was, it was great. I know we're going on and on about this, but like, I remember there were, you were talking as you were fainting because they were talking to you. I couldn't hear what you were saying, but I heard them responding to you as you were fainting. Again, I am cut up. <laughs> there is someone sewing me up and I'm more worried about I felt him. I feel I still I do feel very bad about that. Oh don't. It made it very memorable. Our goblin is going to love this story. I hope so. The, I mean, the doctor and the nurses all gave us a really good out. They were like, you just have to say that he was so taken by this go- by seeing the goblin that he fainted. He couldn't handle it anymore. Like, they all said the same thing. So I think they all say the same story to everybody. 
But, I mean, that's all we have to say, except for this podcast. Just don't let her listen to this episode. (laughs) So that's a campfire pod. It is Diana rambling and Zach sometimes rambling as well. Well, yes. We also usually talk about things that we're enjoying. And Diana likes to do um, a K-corner. 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 Sometimes it's K-pop. Sometimes it's K-drama. I am currently watching because it's amazing how much little goblins sleep. And you're supposed to make a lot of noise in the daytime. So they figure out that day is day and night is night. Mm -hmm. So I've been watching a lot of, um, I'm watching one K drama, but it's currently airing, which means it only has two new episodes a week. That's not enough for my binge, my bingey self. So I'm watching a C drama. There's a high likelihood that this baby's first words will be Chinese (laughs) because Chinese dramas go forever, go forever. This is a 41-episode drama, and it's a short one. Oh, wow. And nothing has happened. Nothing has happened, and I'm on episode 30. Like, it's amazing how slow-paced they are. Is this the one about esports? Kind of, yes. But it's not... I guess it's an esport. It's an esport I've never heard of. Not to say that I know anything about esports. But it's basically a hacking esport. It's a government-sanctioned hacking esport. It, the drama's called Go Go Squid, and everyone talks... It's called Go Go Squid? Yes, because, so, it has nothing to do with the, the e-sports. The name comes from the female lead, and she is internet famous for making music and stuff, and her internet name is Little Squid or Squidly or something. I don't know. Okay. It doesn't matter. What matters is that the internet really liked it, and so I thought I would give it a shot, and nothing has happened, and I'm on episode 30. But this is a Chinese drama, so I'm still waiting for someone to get kidnapped, and I'm waiting for someone to be pregnant accidentally at the end. There's still time. There's still 11 episodes. Okay. No one's been kidnapped, so I'm a little disappointed. Is, is the kidnapping it's Typically both- Chinese. Is it, it's typically Chinese? Typ- typically Chinese. Okay. It does happen in Korean dramas, but my Korean dramas tend to be a little bit more exciting plot-wise. Okay. So they don't always need the kidnapping trope to fall back on. The Chinese ones, because they go on forever, they're 41 to 1,000 episodes long, they need, to, they need to fall back on some of their tropes. And so they fall back on the kidnapping one a lot. I don't know how you're watching a subtitled show right now with like... We tried to watch... Oh, I mean, it takes me like four hours to watch one 45-minute episode, but I do it. Because I, I really wanted to try to watch an episode of Our Country. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, like, we have so much time right now. Yeah. Um, weird. Except we don't. It's it's a it's schedule... Daily schedules are very strange with the it, baby, it, I'm discovering. We have, like, hour-long chunks randomly thrown in throughout our day that's what we have yeah i think it's also worth noting that this is probably old hat for some if not all of our listeners uh but we like baby stuff childhood parenthood um but it is very new territory for us not just because we're new parents but we're also um among the first in our friends groups to have uh children diana has a few friends um from her school like my grad school days many of my friends from those days are just a little bit older than me so they have started or have already had their families but their kids are all very young but from our same aged peers 
we are the first or very close to the first? Pretty close. Like, yeah, pretty close to the first. We do not have very many people in our lives who are parents. Um, so we didn't really know what to expect. So this is all very new for us, like mm-hmm. this understanding of how schedules work and understanding of how to do any of this. Also, we didn't have any prior experience with babies. Like, you have a brother who is significantly younger than you, but he's not 20 years younger than you. You were a kid when he was born, and I was a toddler when my sister was born, so I don't know anything about that. Um, Most of my friends were nannies or babysat, so they had, like, more experience with this, so they were a little less caught off guard. Yeah, the last time I had, like, extended exposure to a baby, I was 10 years old. Right. Yeah. So. I held my first newborn three years ago, and it was for five minutes, and I was terrified. (laughs) So, like, you know, stuff happens. Things get a little shocking. We're sorry if, you know, eight weeks go by and you're like, wow, blood gold took a turn and it's terrible now. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) Well, I'm bringing that up because I hope that – I hope that our listeners who – are already parents still might find like our parenthood discussions interesting and engaging. But I also hope that um, our listeners who aren't parents and might be wondering what it's like might find something engaging with that. And again, we're not going to talk about parenthood very often. I don't expect our regular episodes to change, but with our campfire episode, this is probably going to be the main focus of our campfire episodes from here on out, probably. Mm. K-Corner's still going to take up a lot Uh, of time. Until this goblin starts watching its own TV and demanding that we watch it with them. And Avatar just came out on Netflix. Yeah, I'm still going to rewatch that. Um, And so if you haven't heard a Campfire Pod, I usually try to talk about something related to fantasy, RPGs, that kind of thing. So I, Dana, can I talk about... Something that I've been enjoying. I will never stop you from talking. I will just talk over you. That's not the I don't think that is ever the problem. (laughs) I worry that I talk way too much. In the hospital, uh, I knew we would have, like, I would have a lot of downtime in In between. Inactive time, I think, might be a better way of describing what it is. Yeah. It's not really downtime. Yeah. Uh, So one of the things was I finally bought uh, the first, I bought the first two volumes of the manga Delicious in Dungeon by Ryoko Koi. Um, This is a fantasy manga about uh, a group of adventurers who are going in this this magical dungeon uh, to slay monsters and cook food with the monsters, make meals. And that was all I knew of it going in, other than I'd heard really good reviews of it. Other than that, I didn't really know what to expect. And I picked up the first two volumes, and in the hospital, I read through the first two volumes, and like I just kept buying them. There's eight volumes out now, and I've read through all of them in the past two weeks, and it is some of the best fantasy world building I have read in a very long time. Um, it's very... Um, it's very steeped in, like, JRPG and, like tabletop RPG logic in that like there are dungeons and people go adventuring in those dungeons and uh, monsters are very like D&D based. There's a character who is a kobold, but in traditional Japanese fashion, it's like they're much more dog-like. Like in Japan, kobolds are like very dog. 
But what surprised me, I think, is that what I initially understood as the gimmick of these characters going into this dungeon and making meals out of monsters, um, that gimmick works. It's very fun. It's really interesting. It's really engaging. Uh, learning all the different meals that these characters, like seeing the meals that these characters are making, um, making omelets out of cockatrice eggs, making flank steak out of minotaur is, is very interesting. But what surprised me was that the world building in this story is fantastic. It is some of the best fantasy world building I've read in recent memory. And I wish I had read it before we started Blood Gold. Uh, And I'm glad that I've read it before we started doing like dungeons in Blood Gold, which Marin's going to need jobs to make some money for her journey. So you can choose, like, I want to offer you some dungeons, not that you have to take them. Right. But the world building in this is so fantastic. There's this whole um, political thing going on between, like, control of the dungeon and the different species competing for control of this dungeon. The characters are very well-developed and really interesting. Um, I found myself, like, uh, it didn't quite get me over the edge but i was like on the verge of tears reading about why this one character is like so obsessed with like cooking monsters and eating monsters and the way it does things is like so fascinating early on i think in the first volume um one of the characters really wants to eat a living armor and the other characters are like it's just magically animated armor like there's nothing to eat and he's determined to figure out how to eat them and he finds out that they're not just magically animated armor. They're actually like a living organism. And the way that uh, Ryoko Koi has envisioned how this organism might exist in a magical ecosystem and how it might function is like such... It, it was so unique and interesting and exactly what I love about quote-unquote realistic fantasy world building in that it doesn't, it makes itself realistic enough that you can buy it without like going so hard that it needs to justify every little thing, right? Like it doesn't feel the need to explain why this organism becomes a suit of armor, but it goes so far as to explain like how this suit of armor is an organism. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's really good. It's so good. He literally wouldn't stop talking about it. So I'm sleep deprived in the hospital, unable to move because I'm numb from like the chin down. And he's just like, this is so good. You should read this. This is so good. I mean, yeah, I'll read it. It's also really funny. It is. It is. From the bits and pieces that I saw and that he told me about, it is really funny. I can't speak from firsthand experience, but I I can... um, our goblin is moving around. Sorry. <laughs> um, I can attest to how much he enjoyed it. And it sounds phenomenal. And I do want to read it. It's going to be on my list. I will say, though, I'm having a hard time finding motivation to read things. I know that's ironic because I read the TV. But it's... Is no. it ironic? No. Isn't it ironic? But I, I, totally, I totally get that. Like, yeah. I, I tried to read some prose. Like, uh, I've been tr- I tried to read The Hobbit. And I tried to read um, Paul Kruger's Steel Crow Saga, which what I've read, I legitimately enjoy. But with 
the goblin and the state of the world, my mind is not in a place where I can like focus and get engaged with prose right now. I, I'm just like so anxious, so like high energy. Um, but comics, I've been able to deal with. Um, the mix of dialogue and art can kind of hold my attention a little better than prose can. Um, so it totally makes sense to me that, you know, television it can kind of engage you easier than a comic can. Yeah. But I am going to keep pushing you to read this because it's fantastic and I need people to talk about it with. I'm, I need people to talk about Delicious and Dungeon with. So I think that's your cue, world listeners. I think that's your cue to listen to this. Not listen to this. Well, listen to this, but to read that comic, Delicious in Dungeons, mm-hmm. Delicious in Dungeons, because I will be unable to do anything for like eight weeks, mainly because I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> mainly. And I think that's probably going to, is there anything else that you want to talk about with our, with our mini campfire pod? No, my brain is still very much mush and it will... Hey, mushy. And I think the goblin is giving us a cue that we need to wrap this up. Yeah, the goblin's getting a little active. I think the goblin is getting a little hungry. <laughs> so we might, to save our listeners' ears, I think we <laughs> should maybe wrap this up. So uh, thank you all so much for being very patient with us, for tuning in to us today, uh, for joining us every episode. It, y'all's support means the world to us. Thank you to our patrons who um, support us and and help to keep the show going and do so much to uh, keep us active. We can't say enough how much we appreciate all of our listeners for everything that they do for us. Um, If you do enjoy the show and you want to support us, uh, please consider backing us on Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com forward slash heartpointspod. Uh, We want to give a special thank you to Zach B., our editor, who is going to be working double time over the next couple weeks to get you out episodes every Monday. And I think that's... Is there anything else that we want to say today? I mean, we're on Instagram, kind of, Facebook, barely, and Twitter a lot. Um, (laughs) We're on those social media sites. So if you're not already following us there, you can... Maybe you'll get some updates on the gremlin. Not the gremlin, the goblin. I mean, sometimes she's a gremlin. She's a lot of things a lot of the time. So you might get some updates if that's something that you're interested in. My Twitter is definitely like a lot of, I'm a dad now and I'm losing my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I have not been on social media because I'm a mom. (laughs) So that's a thing that has happened to me recently. So there's that. I think we need to end this. Yes. Uh, Thank you all so much for joining us this week. Um, We are so excited to join you again next week with the first episode of our anti-hiatus series. And uh, we can't wait to get back to you, uh, Diana and I, together for Blood Gold when we return. Uh, Until we meet again, we hope that you have a very nice day. But like a very, very nice one. (laughs) 